huh, is this life or not? Huh, I'm just going to wait and see. Yeah, so can uh, can you hear me? Because this is the first time I've done this on my phone. So this is my... Uh, this is my natural and bare... Where did that come from? Definitely harassing. Wow, there's a disclaimer that popped up there. I've never seen that either. Does that usually pop up? Wow, I'm learning so much shit. Sorry. This is an explicit program. So, okay, loud and clear. All right, so I'm just going to do this officially, unofficially. I'm on my phone. So my voice is not... uh, I'm not using a $500 microphone (laughs) and uh, I am sitting in a U-Haul. Okay. This is about as real as it gets. Okay. I mean, bare, raw, real. It's uh, 530 in the morning. Uh, I am sitting in Loveland, Colorado in a hotel parking lot, uh, freezing my ass off. Um, But anyway, I just wanted to... uh, interject this a little bit because um well first of all let me get this shit out of the way all right so welcome to another exciting episode of the original red pill show today is what saturday january what 29th 30th 30th 2022 this show is for entertainment educational purposes only Please use it at your own risk. This show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without my written consent. Or you can just ask. Finally, show is opinionated. The hosts, especially callers, guests, people that are not in the chat room, are and always will be opinionated. Under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice. You're seeking professional advice. Strongly encourage you to hire a license if required person in his or her field. They're a little Tommy. All right. So there's all that shit out of the way. Uh, this is a perfect example when people want to do their own show. The difference that equipment makes. <laughs> so a professional mic, uh, mixer, and uh, everything else. So use that as a comparison to this, which is just literally talking into my cell phone, which the iPhone 12 mini has got a pretty good mic on it. But uh, anyway, I'm plugging my phone in so the power doesn't go out bad. I will try to... uh, Jamming 2 is starting now. That's not what I named this show. Huh. 
See? More learning curve crap. Um, anyway, we're going to see now what happened to the chat room. Whoa. There it is. Really freezing there. Okay. All right, guys. Or ladies. Gentlemen. Who's over in the chat room? Uh, I don't have a PC screen or a Mac screen sitting in front of me, so you got to forgive me. Um, I just wanted to share, and I wanted to do an official episode on this. And speaking of being cold, i got to turn the heat on because it's fucking freezing in this truck. Uh, again, I'm sitting in a U-Haul in a parking lot in Loveland, Colorado. Uh, I decided that uh, Florida wasn't for me. I will elaborate on that. Um in a future episode, my uh, year and a half in Florida, things I've learned, uh, and uh, lessons, life lessons that uh, without going to Florida, I would not have learned. So, yeah, I think there's a call. Everybody's saying it's cold everywhere. Uh, it was actually warmer. Here in Colorado, Texas, Oklahoma, it was warmer yesterday uh, in the afternoon there than it was back down in Florida. Crazy. And I know the East Coast got pounded by a snowstorm. So just a little little prayer for those people because I know how that is being from Chicago and you get dumped on it. fucking sucks. Um, so I have to... Uh, all right, I'll just share. I got a U-Haul and packed all my shit into it, my personal possessions. Uh, I came back to Loveland, Colorado after I left here approximately in August of 2020. Now, I'm only sharing this because I'm sure people are are or will be or have gone through this, but maybe not to this extent. Um but I left August of 2020 when COVID first came and the second wave of it was coming in the fall and my employer cut my hours in half. Um, I don't know if you guys are paying attention to what's going on in Canada, but uh, the truckers and the Canadians had enough. And their prime minister, uh, Trudeau, is that his name, prime minister? Or is that his title? Whatever it is, president of Canada uh, is in hiding because uh, he's scared shitless because there is a peaceful revolution going on up in Ottawa, Canada with the truck drivers because uh, they said enough is enough. And uh, it just seems like to me, uh, at least in the United States, in my experience, it's just not going to get any better. Uh, but back in the beginning of this stuff in 2020, and winter was coming, uh, and my hours were cut in half, which I still don't understand how any reasonable person cannot empathize or understand how you can pay your bills on 50% reduction of income. 
when now this was before the moratorium and rent and mortgages so you, you know uh, you got to forgive me on that but back then when it was first hitting us there was no ppp money there was no assistance from the government or dare i say assistance from the banks uh and what have you I and mean, if nobody if everybody would have said well fuck it you're on your own uh there would just have been mutual destruction i i i have no doubt uh but regardless of that um it's been rough and it seems like us peasants which i thought was addressed by the magna carta back in the 1200s <laughs> uh it, it just seems like our rights and property personal ownership and uh not being uh enslaved to a point by a king and a queen um which our magna carta was uh the foundation of our constitution our rights are just being uh pissed all over uh at least in this country and i've been listening to glenn beck <clears throat> i had 30 hours of drive time in two days and i listened to a bunch of podcasts and uh I have to give credit to Glenn Beck because he keeps falling on the Bill of Rights. And uh, he just pretty much literally said that if a person doesn't believe in the Bill of Rights or thinks we need them, I just can't even talk to him. And I agree with that. I, I want to forget about all the political division in the two-party system for that matter. And again, just to be honest – I, I was in Texas at yesterday and, uh, I was filling up with gas and went inside to get something to eat. And, uh, this gentleman walked in probably about 10 years older than me. Really nice guy. And everything. he's like, Hey, uh, is that your U-Haul? I said, yeah. He goes, where are you moving to? I'm like, Whoa. I thought I was straightforward. Like, where are you moving to? I said, Colorado. Oh. Uh, are you a Democrat? I go, no. He goes, oh, they're going to eat you. They're going to chew you up and spit you out in that state. And I said, well, I've lived there before, and I'm going back. And I go, plus I'm from Chicago, and uh, I've never let politics um, sway me as far as who my friends are and where I live and things of that nature. Um, he's like, oh, okay, all right. Then he walked away. Uh, and I said, if shit don't work out, I might move to Texas. I don't know. I don't know. But that just tells me what's going on in people's heads. I mean, who would walk in somewhere in a public place and ask somebody they never met and go, oh, is that, is that you driving that U-Haul? Yeah. Where are you moving to? How about none of your fucking business? You know, I mean, and I, I mean, I'm just putting it into perspective. I don't care. I'm an open book. I, I just was shocked and it takes a lot to shock me. Trust me. And this gentleman just comes up and starts like, you know, I felt like I was talking to a cop, you know, what are you doing? How about none of your business? Um, But I'm not like that. 
Uh, and some people might have took offense to that, but I didn't. But there's no doubt from my perspective that we're all being influenced and swayed by politics. And uh, that concerns me. But even though, for the most part, Colorado is known, especially closer into Denver and outlying areas, that this is a democratic state. Uh, and I do not agree with 90% of what Democrats do. And I don't believe in 100% of what Republicans do. And in fact, the only party that I agree with, if I had to affiliate myself, would be under principles and policies and in, in, uh platforms would be the Libertarian Party. Uh, and, and I just want to get that out of the way because this is, uh, you're either with, with us or against us by that comments the gentleman made. Oh, you're a Democrat? Nope. Oh, they're going to chew you up and spit you out. Why? Because now you think I'm a Republican? See, and that's what I'm saying. It's like if it was a day in the back in the day, I don't want to use the Nazi Jewish uh Although I think that is more relative to this comparison or analogy, but it's like there's two religions, you know, you're either Jewish or Christian. So if somebody would ask me, well, what are you, are you a Jew? No. Oh, they're going to speak. You're moving to Skokie, Illinois. They're going to chew you up and spit you out. Oh, so you assume that I'm a Christian. See, see what I'm saying? We're all being programmed or indoctrinated to be divided subconsciously. And I'm already seeing that. And I haven't been out of Florida for two days. And this was in Texas. So I'm, I'm just sharing what I'm experience, experiencing because I only know what I read or what's on the internet, or people interacting on the show and they call in or comments in the chat room. Uh, but I'm seeing it in real time in real life. And there is no doubt, <laughs> no doubt, that if you're not a Democrat, you're a Republican or vice versa. And that concerns me because people's behaviors and thinking are being based on that premise, and that's very dangerous. Politics should not be that strong in our society right now, or ever for that matter. It doesn't play out in history very well, in world history, uh, with us humans and our behavior. It's too tribal, it's too divisional, and uh, I saw it, and I'm seeing it. So I drove 30 hours and two days to Loveland, Colorado, back to the future <laughs> or the past. We'll see, depending on how you look at it. And I'm going to give Colorado one more shot. I didn't move here because of politics. And people are flocking in droves out of their state because of political decisions and I'm not saying that's wrong but that's not why I came back to Colorado or stayed away from it I wanted to be 
crystal clear. I left Colorado because of COVID-19, coronavirus, as they were calling it back then. And the way that it was handled that affected my livelihood, which it's still doing. Let's put it this way. If COVID didn't come here, I would still be here. And now it's 18 months later. I came back where I left off. And I'm going to give Colorado a shot because this is a beautiful state. And uh, it's hitting a reset. That's a buzzword right now, reset, whether it's global or personal uh, or it hasn't happened to you yet or it has happened, but you haven't acknowledged it. Your life has been reset. It may have not affected you yet. But it is affecting you, whether you believe it or not. And uh, I'm li- I'm living it. And uh, Glenn Beck said something, too, because there's a show. He had this guy on a show. I guess there's a show called uh, How to Be a Cowboy on Netflix. And he had the gentleman in the studio who's a real cowboy. I've never seen the show. and There's only one season, but I'm going to watch it. And uh, they were talking about... Um, Oh, shit, I just forgot the point I was going to make. Oh, so the cowboy guy was asking Glenn Beck, can you give me any advice or try to navigate through this stuff? I'm just a cowboy with a TV show. And Glenn Beck said, no matter what, even if it doesn't seem right or doesn't make any sense, always make the right decision." Do the right thing, and you can't go wrong. Whatever your next step is, make sure it's the right decision. And that's pretty profound. And I agree with that a thousand percent. I don't know if this makes any sense coming here. And it might be perceived as... Well, you're going back, you're running back to a place. And that's not true. If I was running back, I would be going back to Illinois. There, There's nothing here for me but a job and a beautiful state. And I have faith in, although I'm going to share something that just questioned my faith sarcastically, but uh, I have faith in the people in Colorado. And... Uh, the state of Colorado. Um, and I have faith in the leadership, whether it's present or future. And it's, I'm not touching that anymore. But um, I'm not going to let anything define me and the perspective of what anybody thinks of what I did. I left a state that I loved for the most part in Florida, uh, people that I loved and, uh, and I do love. Um, but I had to go because I couldn't find a good company in my industry. And my former employer here in Colorado welcomed me back with open arms. 
Um, and I think that's the right thing to do for me. But time will tell. And I don't know if any of user, you guys, use guys are uh, experiencing this or it's like, it's like I'm lost or you're lost. And, uh, being a man and a guy, we don't like letting people know that or even saying it. Um, because this is more than sheer willpower or alpha male crap. Um, but there's no doubt that you're going to be tested to see how strong you really are. And I am too. Um, I just feel like I'm starting all over again. And I got off of a train that was going to nowhere in Florida. And I think a lot of people are in that position. I could be wrong. Uh, but uh, I don't like what I see already as far as the the situation out here and in Texas, uh, like I just shared. I don't I don't like that. I don't like being I, I mean, I do, but I don't like the the narrative or subject that was right in my face very nicely and very, you know, questionably um where are you moving oh are you a democrat i don't i i don't want that that concerns me that concerns me red alert red flag really so apparently that's out there in the real world and seems to be a priority, at least from this one gentleman's perspective, in the state of Texas. I'm not saying that's the entire state of Texas or the entire country. I'm just saying that's what I experienced, and that concerns me. The first thing you're going to bring up to a total stranger is what your political affiliation is. I mean, what's next? What, what's your religion? Oh, what a, are you vaccinated? Oh, uh, how much money do you make? None of this is your business. I don't think anybody should ask me my political affiliation any more than what my sexual preference is or what my uh, income is or um, anything like that. My freedoms of choice protected by the First Amendment. I don't really think that is, I don't want to say appropriate because I don't care. I just don't think that that's a good sign for us as uh, humans. And the first thing a total stranger asks me is, what is my political affiliation? That's very concerning uh, to me, very much so. But I drove a U-Haul all the way from Florida to Colorado. I'm giving it a second shot. 
Um, it doesn't make any sense. It's um, although people have told me that I am making the right decision, which helped me uh, actually implement an action to do it. Um, and some people didn't want me to leave, but that was the minority. The majority uh, said, yeah, this is the right decision. Uh, nonetheless, very hard. But I get here. And they got Interstate 25 all tore up. And there's a reason for me telling you this. Hang on a second. I am in a U-Haul for people that are just jumping in. And uh, I have to pee. So I'm pissing in a cup right now. Uh, I'll just tell you my recent, very recent. Within a couple hours, my experience here, you can't make this shit up. So I finally get to Colorado off of 70 to 25. 25s all tore up on the north side of Denver to Loveland and maybe beyond. I don't know. Uh, it's nice to see the infrastructure, although the bridges are in horrible, horrible shape. The overpasses and bridges are in horrible shape. And I know they're falling like they one did in Pennsylvania a couple days ago. Uh, I get to the Loveland exit off of 25, and 34 is all tore up. I mean tore up. It's tore up. It's like a fucking bomb went off. It's tore up. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Sorry, Lord. What? And, it, and it's dark. I got to put that in there, too. So I haven't navigated this in a year and a half. I knew it in my sleep. It's all tore up, and now it's an obstacle course. So I got to jump forward a little bit because uh, I got up at 4 this morning or 3.30, and um, I'll share that part of it in a second, but I got to jump forward. So I went down to the front desk and I had to talk to the manager about something, which I'm going to share. And uh, you're not going to believe it, but that's okay because I don't. But it is. That's <laughs> what it gives me material for my show. That's all I can tell you. That's all I can tell you. So believe it or not. So I finally check in. I go to bed about 10 o'clock. Wake up at four, go down to the desk to talk to the manager about something, about the room. And I go, what's going on with all the construction on 34 here? Because it's a mess. Now, now, mind you, it's a 55-mile-an-hour speed limit, even with construction tore up, which is ridiculous. But I'm not a cop or a community planner or anything. But really? Oops. Wrong button. And she proceeds to tell me they're tearing up 34, which I never saw a problem with when I lived through a year and a half ago. She proceeds to tell me, are you ready? They're putting in roundabouts, plural. I'm like, you're kidding. She's like, no. I'm like, oh, my God. You're putting in roundabouts? 
in a main strip that's 55 miles an hour and is a main artery through Loveland, Colorado? Are you insane? I go, who made that stupid decision? People don't know how to use roundabouts on slow 35, 40 mile an hour roads. And you're putting that in a main artery in Loveland, Colorado? Oh my God. I'm like, okay, well, that, that explains that clusterfuck. I'm like, okay. So that was um, divulged to me. I don't know what word to use. It's freaking 5.30 in the morning. I'm Again, I am mentally stressed, exhausted physically, driving a truck. 2,000 miles in two days. So, and then I get here to this hotel. I'm not going to name it. And this is just all my opinion again. Okay. Because people are going to go, well, how do you know that? Well, because I asked somebody that knew and they told me. And that's what I'm going to share. So I get in this room. And you know how hotel rooms got some funky, weird fucking smells anyway, no matter what. And uh, the only place you're really going to not find that is a really high-end hotel uh, for a lot of reasons. And uh, how do I turn the blower off on this fucking truck? Hang on a minute. I guess you don't. Huh. I thought there was an off. I guess not. All right. So I get checked and I get my room and there's a funky smell. It's slight, but it's nonetheless there. And then some time goes by and I'm ready to fall asleep. And uh, I've been in uh, a different hotel back in Florida. Same problem. Uh, and I called somebody and I said, I don't know what the smell is, but I can't get rid of it. And in their opinion, they said that's crystal meth residue. And I'm like, oh, that's great. That's fucking great. And uh, that's what it was here. <laughs> and I'm like, so I went down now this conversation. I'm like, okay, how am I going to phrase this to the front desk? And like, well, how do you know that? I go, yeah, well, yeah, I, I tell you, I've been around it uh, before. Not that, not the drug, but uh, I shared with somebody. And they go, what does it smell like? And uh, I go, I can't even describe it. And they go, well, does it smell like cast piss and, and burnt plastic? I said, yes, it's exactly what it fucking smells like. Okay, well, that's probably crystal meth odor. I'm like, that's great. That's fucking great. And for some reason, it really, it, it starts fucking with the back of my throat. And... Gives me a headache and fucks with my eyes a little bit. I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with this. So I had to, I had to very nicely phrase it to the front desk. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I, I know you probably think I'm crazy, but I would rather say something than just walk out of here. Cause the last time this happened to me in Florida, I just left. And checked my ass into another uh, hotel. I said, but I really don't want to do that. And uh, I mean, you could call 
I don't know if I would, but you could call the cops or you could get a canine officer in here. And uh, I'm telling you, I mean, from what I know, that's what that is. And that, that breaks my heart because I don't know. I can't even be in a room, allegedly, if that's what it is, just by residual odor and whatever. I, I can't imagine people actually inhaling a chemical like that. I just, I, it dumbfounds me. And I could see why people have a hard time understanding um, people that have chemical dependency problems and addiction. Uh, because that one for me there, I just like, why would you do that to yourself? So I kind of get that. But, uh, wow. <clears throat> so I told her and they she moved me to a different room and everything's cool. And, uh, but I need my sleep. And, uh, but I'm up and I've had my three cups of coffee. And, uh, I'm like, I got some time to kill. And I'm gonna go sit in a truck and I go, and I'm gonna think I'm gonna try to do a remote live show on my phone. And here I sit. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> fucking believe it or not. If I ever write a book, this chapter will be called Roundabouts and Crystal Meth. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it just gets fucking crazier. Uh, which is something I am trying to keep out of my life. But, um, you poor people that are addicted to this stuff, I feel for you. Uh, and some people, well, it's a choice. They, they decide to do it. No, it's an addiction and, uh, it's probably going to kill most of them or definitely seriously fuck them up for life. Um, but I only bring it up because it's more prevalent. It's really prevalent in Florida and, uh, <laughs> I drive 2000 miles and, I run into it again, so that concerns me. And it concerns me because of the times people have some mental uh, mental health challenges. Uh, please go get some help from a uh, licensed psychologist who's recommended. Uh, don't don't do drugs and don't do self harm to yourself spiritually and uh, physically and mentally, because that's that is a train that goes to nowhere. Um, so go get some help and, and, uh, don't let this shit define you. Uh, addiction is a, is a demon that, um, you need to shake. So, or rise above is the best way to put it. Line from Dr. Strange. You never get rid of them. You rise above them. And, uh, that's what you got to do. So anyway, I don't know how many fucking people <laughs> are like relating to this. Maybe none of is. Maybe all he is. Maybe half he is. I don't know. Uh, but what I do know is that I try to look at things objectively 
in from a different perspective um, and be reasonable without judgment. And this is fucked up. This whole political polarized situation is changing how people behave. And uh, that really, really, again, concerns me. And it's got to stop. Uh, hand. It shouldn't matter if I'm white or black or my gender or my political affiliation or my beliefs or anything of the kind or my income, uh, color of my skin, anything. It should have nothing to do with anything, but it does. And it's driving division and isolation of people. Um, whether I'm from the north or the south or any, any of that, it doesn't matter, but it does. And I've never seen nothing like it in my entire life. And here I sit in a U-Haul <coughs> in Loveland, Colorado, back to give it part two. To find some type of stability in life and uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And uh, I'm finding that people are addicted to drugs and my political party affiliation is the first thing somebody wants to know. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Uh, but anyway, I'm looking at the chat room here. Uh, all I can say for me, and time will tell, is if I made the right decision. But I'm sure a lot of you guys are uh, in the same boat. And a lot of you are making your decisions based on your political affiliation or beliefs. I don't know if that's the right answer or not. Um but I do know that it's affecting a lot of people. And um, that gentleman's opinion is not going to sway me uh, because just because I'm in a so-called blue state doesn't mean that I'm blue. Um, just because I'm in a whorehouse doesn't mean I'm a whore or I'm trying to get laid. Although you would think that. Uh, or just because I'm in a bar doesn't mean I'm an alcoholic. Or drinking for that matter. I could be drinking that a beer. So this whole assumption and affiliation and judgment is really bad right now. Really bad. And it's got to stop. So be very careful and wary because uh, you might get what you're asking for. Uh, but this, this isn't going to define me because I'm in a blue state. And I'm not a fool to believe that it's going to go red. Uh, but regardless, I'm not going to let it stop my pursuit of happiness and freedom. Uh, because that's my right as a citizen of the United States of America. So, uh, but again, the, the political agenda is definitely taking precedence, uh, of course, not only with our elected officials and servants, 
and government, uh, which making is making really stupid decisions, putting roundabouts and a 55 mile an hour mag, uh, main drag artery through a town. I, I just can't believe it. I just, I, I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Um, there's other problems to be solved than traffic patterns, taking out traffic lights that have worked forever and putting in roundabouts that people have no idea how they work <laughs> or how to use them. Uh, totally blew me away. I've been shocked twice already, and I've only been here for not even 12 hours, <laughs> so... Uh, and out of the state of Florida for two days. So anyway, that's enough. I'm done. I don't know how long this is. I'm going to look in the chat room if I can read the screen and uh, see what's up. But uh, like Len Beck said, just whatever your next move is, your next decision, just make sure it's the right decision. Um, and you'll be fine. And I really think I've made the right decision. Time will tell. Uh, I didn't stay in Florida because of my because it's red or it's not red. I left Florida because well, uh, that's another story. Uh, that'll be another show. But it wasn't for politics. I can assure you of that because uh, I wouldn't be here. So be very careful in your decisions. And make sure they're right. And if the right decision for you is based on politics, then time will tell. Um, but in this case, it's not for me. So um, it's all based on happiness. That's it. And politics do not make me happy. And being from the state of Illinois and Chicago area... With multi-diversity in a blue state, uh, politics will not define me, but it's defining us. I saw it. So if you get anything out of this episode, that's probably my point. Don't let politics define you. That is a road or a train that goes to nowhere. All right? So that's that. Uh, people saying in the chat room, what is that noise? I have no idea. I don't know what you're talking about. I tried to turn the blower off. And uh, that's it. Yeah, I, I see that too. There's a comment. They should know something about you to bond with you. I don't have a problem with friends doing that, but a total stranger that I'm never going to see again wants to know what my political affiliation is I, I I just I that that on a macro uh sociological sociology perspective that concerns me that concerns me that should not be the first thing a total stranger brings up to you, let alone friends. You just don't dive into politics, religion, and money. That, I mean, most families don't even talk about that anyway, unless, of course, it's 
Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner, and then the 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 night just gets ruined because <laughs> not everybody's gonna agree. Uh, but when a perfect stranger comes up to me and asks me that, that that's concerning. So, and I wish I could turn this blower off, but I can't. I'm sure the mic's picking it up. That's really weird. I have never seen a vehicle where you can't turn the blower off. Hmm. I could turn the truck off though. That's probably way better after I'm done with the show. But uh, but anyway, take it for what it's worth. I'm gonna let you go. I'm moving into my apartment tomorrow. I have all my equipment set up. Um, I just really, as this was happening in real time, because I got so much to do, that this will be uh, in my memory, and the details of the experience will not be there. Um, so that's why I wanted to share it. And that's the whole purpose of this show. And uh, believe it or not, I just really don't care. But I thought it was worth sharing because I never would have thought in a million years that the narrative or the vibe out there is a total stranger asking me, what my political party affiliation is that that's not good so all right so that's it i'm gonna let you go thanks for listening to the show i apologize for all the noise and all that like i told you i'm sitting in a u-haul freezing my ass off and i gotta run the truck with the heat and uh if it was too irritating i apologize i might never do it again i am a stickler on quality and uh trying to sound as professional at least uh auditorily or uh auditory wise or whatever you want to call it uh instead of talking into a mic on a phone which it can't get much worse than that so i apologize for the quality but uh yeah just putting it into perspective man Again, just make sure you make the right decision based on that. But uh, for me, making my decisions on politics, that's a that's a, that's a road to nowhere, except more division and more hate and uh, judgment and. Uh, I think I'm just going to abstain from the political arena and talk about things that truly matter. And when I run up to a stranger, ask him how it's going. My name's Tim. Nice to meet you. Do you like Texas? Not. Oh, where do you live? Oh, what are you? What are you, a Republican? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, uh-uh. That should not be discussed uh, with somebody you never met in your life. So, because if you're not a Republican, you're a Democrat, and if you're not a Democrat, you're a Republican, and that's very, very, very dangerous territory to be in. So, I'll let you go. Thanks for listening to me share the show, and I don't know when you'll hear from me, but uh, I was just. Uh, 
compelled to share this, and I had some time to kill. And uh, the sun's going to be coming up pretty soon. But uh, thanks for listening to the show, broadcasting live from a U-Haul in Loveland, Colorado, in a hotel parking lot. So you all have a great day. You've been listening to the original Red Pill Show.